Hello everyone, my name is Andy Spiteri, and I'm the host of the ZeldaCast, and the Omega Metroid Podcast, and Virtual Theater. As you can tell, I really love podcasting. After almost six years of the ZeldaCast, five years of Virtual Theater, and four years of the Omega Metroid Podcast, I swore that I would never make another podcast, but here I am today, excited to announce not one, not two, but three extra bonus shows that you can get each month on my newly reimagined Patreon channel, available at patreon.com forward slash spnet. You'll have your choice of bonus shows, depending on which tiers you choose to sign up for. Each podcast has its own monthly bonus show. The ZeldaCast will have the ZeldaCast Top 10s, where we can have some fun and give out a classic ranking on different topics each month with a different guest. Omega Metroid will continue with the Great Metroid Area Ranking, where we are ranking every single area in the Metroid series. And Virtual Theater will debut the Spiteri's Review, a show where my wife and I will give some thoughts on movies or shows old and new. There's also an ultimate tier that will get you access to all of these bonus shows if you really want to take your Spiteri podcasting to the next level. If that isn't enough, all shows feature a level of interactivity where patrons can weigh in and vote on which topics, shows, and areas we discuss next. Membership starts at as little as $1 a month, so I'm hoping you'll check out all the great bonus content that's going to be coming your way on patreon.com forward slash spnet. Whatever your bonus show of choice, I want to thank you for listening, and I hope to be able to see you over at patreon.com forward slash spnet. Zeldcast here on ZeldaDungeon.net. My name is Andy Spiteri, joined by Allison Aletha. We are one week, we're less than one week away actually from the uh, yeah. Zelda Dungeon Marathon. Woohoo! About, you know, maybe this time in a, cu- a couple hours and change, we'll be doing the ZeldaCast at the marathon. So That's, that's right. That's exciting. I'm, I'm so excited. I'm glad I get to see all my friends. Glad to play some Zelda. Kind of wrap up my, uh, I feel like I've got a Zelda binge going on right now, and I want to wrap it up with the Zelda marathon and then take a break a little bit. Aside from the Zelda cast, of course. Yeah. Uh, I, I think I'm the same way. I was... I, so I, I have a little story, actually. So was it last week that we did the side adventures? I think so. I think so, right? It's, okay. It's hard to keep track nowadays. I feel like it all blurs together. A little bit, yeah. So so I, I was kind of feeling, uh, I, I don't know, a little bit... Uh, what's a What's a good word? I was feeling a, a little bit small. No, no, small maybe, or uh, like uh, uh, not demasculated, but like it, when when you were like, "Oh, I've got all my side adventures done. I got like a thousand Koroks. I got this. I got." I was like, "Damn!" Like, I, I, I thought I finished my side adventure, but maybe I should like go and, and finish them. So I, I was playing a little bit of Tears of the Kingdom. I did a few side adventures, and I was like, you know, no, I I, I need I need like a little break, and mm-hmm. um, which which is also for me made it a little bit tougher to practice some of my games for the marathon because I was, like, kind of burnt out on, on Zelda. And granted, Tears of the Kingdom yep. was very different, but, like, mm-hmm. you know, I was just like, oh, God, i got to play another Zelda game. Okay, and then another Zelda. And I love Zelda games, like, more than anything. But, mm-hmm. like, yeah, I was I was just like, okay, but maybe I'm not going to touch Tears again until, like, the first wave of DLC comes out. 
Yeah, I think that's uh I think that's might be how a lot of people in our community feel. Like we all binged it so fast because it's been so long since we had a brand new Zelda game to play to experience for the first time. And I mean, these are my feelings exactly, but I I feel like other people felt this way. And then all of a sudden it's like, okay, I did it. It's done in a month yeah. and a half. And it's like, now I'm burned out on Zelda. And it gives you that like 150, 200 hours in that month and a half too. Like, it's not like you're just yeah. kind of casually playing. Right. So I definitely feel that way. I definitely am excited for mm -hmm. DLC to come, but I'm, I'm willing to take a break. I have a lot of other games I want to play. So yeah. Um, not to sound ungrateful for the new Zelda game we got. Not to sound ungrateful at all. <laughs> I'm so glad we got that new Zelda game. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 and it's great. But, like, you know, you, you play a lot of it in a short amount of time. And you're just kind of like, okay, I need I need to come up for air. I need, I need a little bit of a breather. A bit. Yep. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, in, uh, in about one week's time, we're going to be having a live in person. We will finally, Al and I will finally be reunited again at the same table and uh, we're going to be doing a live in-person Zelda cast, and we're we're stealing the hot ones gimmick. Uh, we have got a bunch of different hot sauces that that we're I don't know that we're going to go get, or you've already got some. I don't know what yep. kind of diabolicalness you've already got, but oh my god, there's what I can't remember all the names, but one of them's called Black Panther, and I'm so excited. <laughs> well, we're we're going to be trying them. We're going to be trying them next week live on the Zelda cast. Uh, we asked everybody. To, to give us some Tears of the Kingdom questions. we didn't. I guess we didn't specifically say Tears of the Kingdom, but that's kind of what we want is Tears mm. of the Kingdom questions. And we're going to answer them on uh, on stream, so you've still got time to do that. The tweet is pinned over at the ZeldaCast over on Twitter, and uh, you can go and leave your question there, or you can ask it in Discord, doesn't matter. But uh, yeah, we've got, uh, I don't know, 75 80 minutes or something like that to, to eat chicken wings and answer zelda questions so make sure that you get your zelda question in for us for next week and i guess we can also say too we've got uh, we've got a few surprises up our sleeves here um during the the second week of of the marathon is usually uh, a little bit difficult for us to get a good podcast episode out so we were kind of thinking ahead and we sent um one of our one of our newer writers and one of our actually adriel who's on the podcast team uh, we sent them to to go and chat with Patricia Somerset, the voice of Zelda. So we're gonna have some audio for you guys um, coming up pretty quickly about uh, you know just catching up with Patricia, seeing how everything's been going since Age of Calamity came out. So gonna have a little uh, audio for you guys there, and then uh, we are reuniting with the whole team behind another Zelda podcast to record another podcast episode. Uh, we're gonna be doing one for us, one for them. So. It's gonna be, uh, it's gonna be again just a, an amazing crossover, and uh, we're excited to get back uh, with with those guys. It was great meeting them last year, so lots of good stuff to look forward to at this Zelda Dungeon Marathon coming up. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep, I'm so stoked. I'm ready for it. Just gotta get through another week of work, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, three days for me. I I'm flying out Thursday. I'm getting in early, and uh, yeah, it's gonna be a lot of fun. Um, you know what else was a lot of fun? We got a shill for another thing before we move on. Is you and I got together and we recorded the first episode of the Zelda Cast Top Tens. And the response yesterday when we released it was actually incredible. Uh, we had a lot of people checking us out on Patreon, so just want to thank everybody uh, for for supporting. Um, you know, if you if you're uh, if you're able and you're and you're willing and you want to support the show, 
uh, come come check out Patreon. We're over at patreon.com forward slash spnet. You can check out uh, the ZeldaCast bonus shows there where, you know, we're, we're ranking top tens every single month. We did the most emotional moments in the series. So it was, it was, it was a little bit of a heart tug episode. But then we, we kind of walked it back in with the top ten ugliest Twilight Princess characters. Uh, <laughs> which, <Yeah. laughs> which is actually more I difficult felt- than it sounds, to be honest with you. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, we're so horrible. We're horrible human beings during the whole recording, but yeah. it was still a fun time. It was good. Um, <laughs> so that is that is out right now. You can check it out over on Patreon.com uh, forward slash SBNet. And uh, if, you're, if you're really a fan of, of the, the podcast that I do, uh, you've got some other options there too. If you want the, the bonus Omega Metroid show, you can have it. If you want the bonus virtual theater show, it's there. And if you want everything, that option is there as well. So uh, yeah, check it out. Um, okay, that being said, I don't think we need to plug anything else, do we? I know of. I I can't think of anything else. I think we're good. Okay, so that being said, there was a great staff feature yesterday that came out on ZeldaDungeon.net um, entitled, Who Did It Better? Zelda Dungeon staff joins the Breath of the Wild versus Tears of the Kingdom debate. And we've kind of like been been dancing around this subject a little bit uh you know here mm-hmm. and there um but i think it's time that we finally dive in because they've kind of given us a blueprint in order to you know in order to maybe analyze a little bit more uh, some different aspects of the game and, and if we need to maybe we can improvise a little bit at the end and, and give some thoughts and, and whatnot into how you know other areas maybe that we feel um one game maybe did better than the other or vice versa so mm-hmm. so i guess um before we get into it here, I want to say I thought the article was really great. Um, the entire team contributed to it, and, and it was it was interesting because they picked about you know a half dozen uh, different areas, and one kind of argued one writer would argue in favor of Breath of the Wild, the other art writer would argue in front or in favor rather of Tears of the Kingdom, and then there's a poll at the bottom which you can vote on. So very very interesting article, very cool article. Um, and you you just kind of read it today. What was your what was the gist of your general thoughts before we just dive in and get going here? hard because i i always come back to the fact that tears of the kingdom is is the same as breath of the wild it just has enough that's different that makes it okay that it's the same yeah. and then i and then it made me start thinking like but which which what what game do i think did it better what game do i like better in these different areas so i thought it was it made me think that it was hard to choose between the two some some were easier than others but there was a yeah. couple where i was like Ugh, like is it because Breath of the Wild did it first that I think Breath of the Wild did it better? Or did Tears of the Kingdom do it different enough and innovative enough that they grew and evolved in that area? So, yeah, I'm I'm excited to see what we kind of come up with at the end of this list here. I felt the exact same way. Like, like some of them are, are more, like, clear-cut. Like, do you prefer Tears mm-hmm. of the Kingdom? Do you prefer Breath of the Wild? Like, the starting areas, I think, is different enough where you can mm-hmm. very clearly pick one. But, like... Yeah, like exploration and and towns and stuff like that. It's like, well, like did, did Breath of the Wild did it first? Like, did Tears of the Kingdom change enough to? So it was it's a very interesting list and uh, just lots of lots of different ways that you can tackle it. Lots of different ways that you can look at it. Um, so I encourage everybody to go read this article over on Zelda Dungeon right now, and uh, that'll get you that'll get you primed for uh, you know primed for the the upcoming Zelda Dungeon marathon here. But I guess that. Um, we should just dive right in, and we're gonna say too that this episode is going to contain spoilers. Um, yep. So you know we're we're gonna talk about the ending. 
We're going to talk about the story at, at some point during this episode. And, and, and you know what? By, by the way, because I had a few people ask me this, but uh, you can ask a, a question for our Tears of the Kingdom uh, Q&A that we're going to do next week at the marathon. Just And you can ask a full spoiler question. I would just say that if you're going to ask it on Discord, your spoiler tags, if you're going to, I guess, maybe ask it on Twitter, put like a hashtag, like, I don't know, Tears of the Kingdom spoiler or something like that. Maybe that's the hashtag people are muted. I'm not sure, but just try and be, you know, discreet about it. Um, anyways, so we're going to talk some spoilers here, and we're going to get into this list, and we're going to start with uh, the first thing, and I, th- I think probably the easiest thing to to either say, like, Tears of the Kingdom or Breath of the Wild, and that is the starting area. Mm-hmm. So the Great Plateau versus the Great Sky Islands. And... Um, Rod Lloyd made a, a very good argument for for the Great Plateau. Charles Xavier made a good argument for the Sky Islands. I think I know where I would weigh on this. What mm-hmm. What do you think? Like, which which game do you think did it better? This is one of those things where it is different in Tears of the Kingdom, but not different enough. It is basically the same exact copy-paste format. It's just in the sky. So I would say since Breath of the Wild did it first and did it really, really well, like this, I can't remember if we uh, talked about this in our like initial areas or initial dungeons episodes, but like this is a very good indicator of what you're going to be doing in this game. All the shrines, all the ex- exploration, all the surviving the elements, um, the different types of uh, enemies you're going to face, etc. The Koroks, what have you. And I thought they did it really well. And like the Sky Islands is, does it well and there's some stuff that's different, but it's it's so much of the same. You have the four shrines, you are talking to Rauru all around the the island just like you're talking to the old man the king on the plateau he's kind of indicating the world around you and like giving you tips on how to survive and like i said the sky islands does it well for tears of the kingdom i just think that breath of the wild did it so well and did it first so i would choose breath of the wild in this case i agree a hundred percent actually uh you you actually almost took the words out of my mouth um because like i I was kind of thinking and i'm like okay Obviously, the settings are different enough, but like, what what is the true purpose of these areas? It's it's to get you your abilities and teach you how to use them. Mm-hmm. And and I was like, does Tears of the Kingdom's opening Great Sky Islands really do anything a whole lot different than the Great Plateau? Like like it's up in the sky, but I, I feel like beyond just like making sure that you can't leave because you don't have your sailcloth, like you don't the sky itself doesn't factor in a whole lot in the Great Sky Islands. There, it's just kind of you happen to be up there. Where and, and I think the other thing too, like one thing that I was thinking of maybe in defense of the Great Sky Islands is like okay, well they they do teach you how to use like the 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 mine carts to get across the rails. They teach you how to use hooks and, and ultra hand and stuff like that. Um, but do they? And I was thinking to myself like, well that's cool, but that's really just them teaching you how to use your abilities. And like Breath mm-hmm. of the Wild also does that. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that this is going to be a reoccurring theme for me at least, and and I think probably you as well, where it's like okay, like, Breath of the Wild did it first, and that adds a little something, and you can't take that away. Tears of the Kingdom is going to have to improve upon it in a big way in order for it to surpass Breath of the Wild. So, with with my own, like, criteria there, I just remember going to the Great Plateau for the first time, and, like, getting out, seeing the Ruined Temple of Time, and, and it just, it, it felt, like, very magical, whereas with the Great mm-hmm. Sky Islands, I was kind of like, I'm ready to go. Like, I'm, I'm ready to get off. Yeah. And, and I will say... 
just to add to that, like when you come out of the cave for the first time and it shows you the world and it has that music, that's really cool. But Tears does the same thing where you dive yeah. out and it does that big circle around to show you your surroundings and it has really incredible music. I like that moment a little bit more in Tears, but like it's yeah. still the exact same as Breath of the Wild. Yeah, I agree. Um, so th yeah, this one to me was, uh, was Breath of the Wild and... Taking a quick look at the results of the poll on Zelda Dungeon, it seems like we are not alone, actually. Oh, yeah. Um, so there's about 150 votes, and it's about a, a 2 to 1 vote ratio right now for uh, even more than that, actually. So mm -hmm. um, Breath of the Wild has about 75% of the vote. So yeah. I, I think, yeah, I, I think it's probably fair to say that like this was maybe a little too similar to Breath of the Wild, and that's probably a reoccurring theme that we're going to see throughout here as well. Um, so yeah, let's move on. Uh, okay, so we're we're going to go and we're going to talk about the ruins slash abilities uh, that you get in Tears of the Kingdom versus Breath of the Wild. So Nick Miller was arguing in favor of Breath of the Wild, and uh, Amy Curtis was arguing in favor of Tears of the Kingdom. Huh. This is... This is difficult. You kind of you got a look on your face that tells you that this is not difficult for you. No. <laughs> I like I, I think I have an answer. Let, you know, let me let me give you my answer and then we'll okay. we're going to see if it's the same. Okay. My answer is Tears of the Kingdom. Okay. Um I I think that the because like Tears of the Kingdom to me kind of takes Breath of the Wild's abilities, like the the good portions of it and um accentuates it and then kind of takes the abilities that are just kind of like yeah and, and just, like, either gets rid of them or replaces them with something else and, and gives you something new. So, for example, like, bombs are gone, and, um... Why can I never remember if it's called Cryonis or Cryosis? It's called Cryonis, Cryonis. right? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so those two are gone, but, like, they're they're replaced with just items. So... Yes. Almost, almost that alone gives Tears of the Kingdom a, a big advantage. Mm -hmm. uh, I would say that um, Recall and Stasis are, are very similar, but, and, and you could do some really cool things with stasis, but you could do some really cool things with, with recall. So like that to me, it's, it's almost like a wash. Um, you have the, I can't believe the sleeper hit ascend that I was kind of dogging on the first time that I saw, I think is, is so fun. I think that's mm -hmm. just a great ability. Um, but I mean the, the meat and potatoes is obviously fuse and ultra hand and, mm -hmm. and fuse is you know, again, like once I kind of learned how to properly utilize it, because I wasn't utilizing it for the first half of my playthrough in Tears of the Kingdom, I was like, okay, you know what? This this is like an awesome ability. And then, uh, and there's really no counterpart to that in Breath of the Wild. And while I think that Breath of the Wild's coolest ability is Magnesis, and I, I think most people would agree with that, um, Ultra Hand just takes it to a whole nother level. You could do so many things with that. It, it seems like, it seems like, uh, while while the originality in in Breath of the Wild was there, no doubt, it seems like they were just like refined to a much greater degree in Tears of the Kingdom. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I actually agree. I think that Tears of the Kingdom's abilities are an a, an evolution of uh, Breath of the Wild's abilities. While Breath of the Wild's abilities are great, I just now that I look back on them it's just like okay i can get bomb flowers now i can make yeah. ice paths instead of building cryonis i can 
use uh like ultra hand to grab almost anything not just metal you know and then fuse being able to fuse stuff to your weapons is extremely cool um obviously breath of the wild was really big on climbing and so is tears but now you can either build stuff or use ascend so i feel like it's a, it's a natural evolution of what we got in breath of the wild and in a good in a good direction so i think tears definitely took it and did it better i agree um, and the poll would uh, would back up what uh, what we were just saying here, where it's actually pretty much the exact opposite of the of the intro area poll. Uh, so we've got seventy six percent for Tears of the Kingdom, thirty three. I'm sorry, twenty four percent for Breath of the Wild. I I think that uh, I, this one was one of the ones that was more clear cut to me. I think, although yeah. again, I kind of wrestled with the fact that like you know. All of the Tears of the Kingdom abilities are are based on the work that Breath of the Wild did and, and those abilities, but I, I do think that it's an example of, like, you know, I was kind of saying, like, it has to be really imp an improvement in order to yeah. surpass Breath of the Wild, and I think this is. I exactly. Think is. Like, yeah, Breath of the Wild did it first, but did Tears of, the Tears of the Kingdom take it and, like, evolve it and, like, innovate it enough that it was... Um, what it like a quality of life improvement you know right uh obviously the beginning area was almost exactly the same it's just in the sky whereas the abilities i would rather play tears of the kingdom for the abilities than breath of the wild i i agree um mm -hmm. okay well i think this next one is uh is gonna be contentious maybe I, i'm expecting a closer poll when we look okay. at the results and that is exploration and I think you could make a really good case for both. I, I do. Uh, and Maddie McRae is arguing in terms of Breath of the Wild. And uh, Heather Beard is, is sticking up for Tears of the Kingdom here. You could make a really... I could be convinced either way. Um, okay. I, I think I'm leaning towards one of them. But okay. Al, t take it. What, what are your thoughts? I mean, obviously, the point of Breath of the Wild was exploration. And... When I started Tears of the Kingdom and started on when I got to the surface, I was I was uh, I was a little disappointed at first because I was like I've already been here, you know. But the more I got into the game, the more I played on the surface, and then as well as adding the sky and the depths. But definitely on the surface, stuff had changed. Like the the geographical locations had changed enough where I was like, oh, I'm re-exploring. There's new things to explore here, even though I've already been here in Breath of the Wild. So I think. Again, Tears took that and evolved it so that I wasn't just exploring the same area. There was enough new stuff that I was I was satisfied. And then you add on top of that the depths, which was like the expanse of the entire map underneath. And like having it correlate to stuff that's on the surface was really cool. And then you had the sky, which I, w I was kind of disappointed about, but it was still like adding another element of exploration. So mm -hmm. I think Tears did it better. I'm gonna say tears as well, but with a with a caveat. Um, okay. I I don't think that for me any like I don't think that anything will almost replicate the first time I played Breath of the Wild and was exploring that land and, and finding all like the nooks and crannies and, and stuff like that. Um, I I think that uh, I think that it was just so magical and so like a, a once in a lifetime experience. Um, so it almost feels cheap to say that Tears is doing it better because I don't know that I agree with you. I, I don't know that the surface changed enough for me. In Like, let's put it this way. If it was just the surface versus the surface, Breath of the Wild surface, Breath of the Wild would yeah, win. I agree. If, 
if it was just the surface and the sky versus Breath of the Wild surface, Breath of the Wild would win. If it was just the surface and the depths versus Breath of the Wild's surface, Breath of the Wild would win. But I think, like, all three of them together just squeak by enough for me. Okay. Um, and because, like, I while the bulk of your exploration takes place on the surface, um, I, I do think that, like, the, the depths and the, the sky does add a lot to that. But, but even then, like, it, it's not like... Let me just give you an example of what I mean. You kind of alluded to, like, the sky is, like... It's not like you could just go explore anywhere you want. Like you have to, you have to kind of plan out where you're going to go. The game has to give you the tools in order to let you explore. You can't just build a, a hovercraft and go flying around. Eventually, it's going to break. So you you can't, as much as you want to, you can't just like explore the sky. And frankly, there's not like, I mean, it's not like there's not nothing, but like there's there's certainly not. It's not like overpopulated with little islands or anything to do. Mm-hmm. Whereas I would say in the depths, I like exploring the depths a lot, but I don't know about you. Oh, well, you're probably not in this camp at all. But, like, my exploration of the depths was, like, quickly running from one light route to another light route to another light route to another light route because you can't see. Um, mm-hmm. And once you kind of get everything, like, open, there's a lot of cool stuff there. Like, there's the uh, all the mines. There's the, I don't know, like, those mini coliseums that you could do, like, the boss rushes. Like, there's there's old bosses. Like, there is cool stuff to do in the depths. But it, it, it doesn't have that same kind of, like... I don't know, diversity of... Right, as the surface. Yeah. I Everything looks kind of the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, except for the fire area. Yeah. Um, I would say that the coolest part of the depths, like, was the initial exploration being in the dark. It was spooky. It was also, like, like almost ethereal down there with the plant life and the wildlife. Yeah. And, and then you had the new monsters and stuff. But it is rather empty. I think the biggest draw is the different areas that connect directly <clears> to the <throat> surface. So you have obviously the light routes that are connected to the shrines. You have the lava, um, like the lava areas that are correct, connected to the um, the secret springs in the Hebrew region. You have the different groves that are connected to the forests up above, the mines that are connected to the mountains up above. I think that's really really cool, and I loved finding all those different areas and being like, oh, this is connected to yeah. Mount Rome or whatever. And I thought that was really cool. But the rest is pretty empty, so. And, and, I, I'm not, can, and I'm not I saying it needed to be overpopulated with a bunch of right. things. Like, I, I love the depths for what it is. Like I think mm-hmm. it's fantastic, and the depths probably gives the edge to Tears of the Kingdom for me. But like, mm-hmm. it, it isn't. You know, like you said, like it's not like there's like it's not it's not like bristling with activity. Let's put it that way. Right. Um, I do like I think that the surface has is it certainly has changed for sure. But I I wish it had changed more. Um, because, you know, like you and I, and, and many others, I'm assuming, we explored a lot of Hyrule and Breath of the Wild, like, like a lot. So to me, it, it did feel a little bit more of like, it wasn't exploring so much because I knew what was there. It was more so like what's changed. And, and that might not sound like a big difference, but I think that it is a little bit. I'm, I'm almost talking myself out of voting tears. I, I'm going to vote tears of the kingdom, but like, it's close for me. It's really close. I, yeah, I kind of get what you're saying. Because for me, I was like, oh, this is different enough for me to re-explore it. But the point there is that I've already explored it before. So I get what you're saying. Right. Um, yeah. I thought that this was a mistake when I looked at the poll. I just looked at the poll. Oh, my God. <laughs> it has the exact same vote total as the uh, 
as the previous abilities and runes poll, and the exact same percentage. I, I can't believe it. 76% vote Tears of the Kingdom, 24% vote Breath of the Wild. Wow. That, that seems outrageous. That is, that is I would disrespectful. Think would, I would think it would be closer. I agree. That is disrespectful to me and this Zelda business, by God, voting Breath of the Wild like that. I can't wait to see you guys in your wrestling <laughs> in a couple in a week in in I'm like so five excited. days yeah yeah um uh, okay let's let's continue let's talk about shrines this is tough this is a tough one because like we we kind of actually I don't know if you were here yesterday and we were talking about the Rod and I were talking about it yesterday. yeah no I yeah. um I think I was listening to you guys talk about it so. And really quickly, I'll just mention that Rod is arguing in favor of Breath of the Wild Shrines, whereas uh, our pal Leslie is arguing in favor of Tears of the Kingdom Shrines. And, and to me, to me, this is almost an extension of, like, what abilities do you like better? Because so many of the shrines are tied to your abilities. Mm-hmm. Um, so, that, like, again, it's tough. I have I have an initial thought that I wanted to go with. Um, but maybe I'll just talk it out so we can kind of arrive at the destination here. The, okay. My initial thought is Tears of the Kingdom. And okay. because, because, I mean, there's more shrines, right? Like, it just it just helps. And I'm not factoring in the Champion's Ballad shrines, by the way. Okay. Um, because I that'd be a little bit unfair. But I, I think that Tears of the Kingdom has more shrines. So by definition, there's more opportunity for more creative solutions and, and cool puzzles. And there are some absolutely fantastic shrines in Tears of the Kingdom. And there are some absolute stinkers in Breath of the Wild. Like, any gyro-controlled shrine just absolutely made me want to die. Like, I (laughs) hated, hated, hated them. They were so awful. And thankfully, Tears of the Kingdom just cuts it out. There's none of that business in in Tears of the Kingdom. So that puts it ahead. Um, and And I, like I said, I think the abilities in Tears of the Kingdom are more fun to me. So, like, and a lot of these... Um, shrines involve like using Ultra Hand for for various reasons, um, and I think that a lot of the shrines in Breath of the Wild, where it's like combat training, I think that Tears of the Kingdom has an advantage there too, because it like strips you down to nothing. And you find mm-hmm. creative ways to to do those shrines. Yeah, much like even tied like little mini even tied islands. Yeah, yeah. I think the thing a, a big knock I would have against Tears of the Kingdom is so they added. They added more shrines, and um, which is great. But I, I think that, like, pretty much every shrine that they added... So they added about 30 more from Breath of the Wild. And I bet you... I, you know, I would feel confident. I put 100 bucks down that all 30 of those are just, like, Raru's Blessing shrines. Because there is a buttload of Raru's Blessing where you just walk in and you get your prize. Which is fine if you do something very strenuous to get there... But I don't feel like, like I don't, and maybe we should have talked about, we actually left out the caves on the surface in, in Tears of the Kingdom. So that's, that's another factor actually. But, mm-hmm. um, I, I, fe- I felt like a lot of the Raru's blessings, like I was kind of like surprised when, when I walked in, it was like, oh, here's your, here's your whatever light. Whereas in Breath of the Wild, when I did a shrine and got like a Raru's, well, not a Raru's blessing, but you know what I mean? Um, I was like, oh my God took forever to get in like this was this is tough work to get in here like just give me my give me my Mm -hmm. shrine and i'm gonna leave so i am gonna say tears of the kingdom but uh again 
I I could make an argument for Breath of the Wild, but it, it's not as close of an argument as exploration. What say you, Al? Um, I I get what you're saying about the Raru's blessing, but from my memory, I feel like there were very few that were just like, oh, I'm shocked that this is a Raru's blessing versus. I really hope this is a Raru's blessing because I just worked my ass off to get this crystal over here and it took me a hot minute and it was frustrating. So I'd really like this to be a Raru's blessing and not like a puzzle. So I I definitely think that you're right that a lot there were a lot more blessings in this than there were than Breath of the Wild. But I, I think the majority of them for me personally were well earned. Um, And like it just kind of felt like I was doing the puzzle outside the shrine versus inside the shrine. And then um, there were a lot more puzzles that I enjoyed in tears that, like, helped me feel smart. Maybe because you're right, I like the abilities and using the abilities more in Tears of the Kingdom versus, you know, moving metal blocks and stuff in in Breath of the Wild, which isn't bad. And there were some really awesome puzzles in Breath of the Wild. I just, I think I just had more fun doing the ones in tears. And I didn't feel like some of the shrines were as much of a chore as I did in Breath of the Wild. And this could also just be be because I've done those shrines several times versus doing them the right. one time now through my first playthrough. So I think there are different factors that are definitely weighing in, but my feeling right now is Tears, and I think it could change six years from now after I've played Tears over and over. That's fair. Um so the poll is a little bit closer, finally. We have not a 70-25% blowout here. Um, so so once again, Tears of the Kingdom is winning, but it's a little bit closer. We got 64% to 36%. Um, so I want to add in two categories that are not on this list, but I think that we should have a discussion about. And it's, it's an extension on what we just talked about. And the first of them is Shrine Quests. So I I... Andy Spiteri, I'm going to be arguing in favor of Breath of the Wild Shrine Quest because I think they're not even close. Yeah, yeah um, I agree. Tears... We talked about that a little bit last week. We, we did a little bit, yeah, but I yeah. I just want to, you know, wave my finger and, and talk about it again. Because I, <laughs> I, I feel like I'm taking a lot of Tears of the Kingdom and I and I don't want to, you know, I, I almost feel bad or I feel guilty or I feel like disrespectful of Breath of the Wild. So one area that I think Breath of the Wild absolutely... Uh, exceeds tears of the kingdom is the shrine quests because like like we kind of talked about 90 percent of the shrine quests in uh in tears of the kingdom are get this green crystal from point a to point b which isn't like it isn't like not fun right like like it is fun but um it, it, it's kind of it gets old whereas uh you know we did a couple episodes right before tears came out but talking about all the different shrine quests and breath of what they were so they were so good that we had to to do them across two episodes so like Mm-hmm. That one would be like a major, major Breath of the Wild W for me. Yeah, no, I I agree with you. Um, I think that the crystals were cool, like when you, especially when there was like more of a puzzle involved versus like, hey, bring it from point A to point B. But it was like there's a puzzle in the middle there that you have to do it in order to get it to point A to point B. But it's just that the majority of the Shrine Quest were that crystal, and so I think it got old pretty quickly yeah um okay let's let's quickly do side quests uh and i guess we'll lump side adventures and side quests are going to be one thing for the purpose of our list um what do you think al what do you think um 
are we just are we doing this separate from the list? I just this is this is another one that I added to the list because I okay, did not okay. see it on the list. As um, well. I would say that I would say that Tears of the Kingdom definitely did this better. I feel like the addition of side adventures, like if it was just side quests, like it was in Breath of the Wild, I think there's a significant difference between the side quests and the side adventures. So I think the addition of side adventures made them made this game much more compelling. They kind of listened to us, to their audience, and were like, yeah, they want a little bit more substantial yeah. side NPC interactiveness, similar to Majora's Mask. I wouldn't say it's on Majora's Mask's level, but it's definitely better than Breath of the Wild, in my opinion. I agree. Uh, I actually had to, I was looking at my phone to do like a quick little search, and I was like, okay, like, what are some of the, the, the signature Breath of the Wild side quests? I can think of like building my house, in Hitano. Uh -huh. I can think of, uh, like, you know, like, it's like, okay, what, what are some of like the really good side quests? I can think of Terrytown, I guess. Uh -huh. Um, maybe like getting the, the Thunderhelm was pretty fun, mm -hmm. but I, I don't know. And, and someone I'm sure is going to correct us, but like, and, and, and there may be a bit of recency bias here as well, but like I, I don't know that like I can think of multiple side quests uh, from from Tears of the Kingdom that were like really really top tier Zelda side quests, like mm -hmm. like really like the the Koga stuff, the uh, you know what we what we talked about last week, like Madison's Independence, the Hiteno mayoral election. Like there's a lot of like really fun side event, and even like side quests which we haven't really covered yet on the show, which we will by the way. But like, there's some really fun like uh, like stuff there too, and and of course, off the top of my head now, I can't think of anything. But like, you know, like it felt like Tears of the Kingdom took what Breath of the Wild did, improved and expanded, and and this is a it's like a, it's almost like the Shrine Quest and the Side Quest cancel each other out. I feel like. Yeah, exactly. And the, you know what's odd is some of the some of the side quests, um, not even just side adventures, but side quests have more continuity to than like the main story of the game. There's there's so many little side quests that I could think of from Breath of the Wild that have a continuation in Tears of the Kingdom. Like you've got that the the odd couple of the Hylian man and the little Zora girl, which is just so weird to me. But they have a continuation yeah. to their story. Yeah. There's a continuation to the flower lady. There's a continuation to um just so many little npcs that i'm like i remember helping you in breath of the wild and i think that's i think that's really cool and it, it's kind of not fair because breath of the wild couldn't do that but tears could and so i think they also grew in side quests not just side adventure right okay let's move on this next one is gonna be tough al it's okay. gonna be tough we're talking about the soundtrack which we yeah. are we are going to do a deep dive into the soundtrack coming up pretty soon I, I voluntold my Omega co-host, Doom Metal Crossing, who, like, is working towards getting, like, a PhD or something in music. So, like, he, he knows what he's talking about. Uh, yeah. I voluntold him to come on that episode with us when he when he does, or when we do. This is tough. This is tough. And you know what? I want to I wanna throw out something, my own personal criteria. You can rank it however you want. But, like, so for me, my immediate thought is, like, damn, Breath of the Wild has Monk Mask Shia. That's a that's a yes. game changer. That's however, true. however, 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 I I'm gonna be disqualifying Monk Mask Kashia from this list because I just want to rank the base games against each other because maybe Tears of the Kingdoms DLC comes out and it has like a Monk Mask Kashia two mix and it's going absolutely buck wild and like <laughs> and like then I'm just like oh I look like a fool for saying Breath of the Wild because of Monk <laughs> Mask Kashia so I wanna I wanna eliminate. 
the uh, the DLC from the equation here. So okay. Mount Kabaskashia, one of the best tracks in Zelda, cannot influence my decision. I don't know, but that's my own criteria uh, that I don't want to push on anybody. But that's where I'm coming from here. Okay. So that being Fair said, uh, this is tough. This is tough. I don't think it's. I I personally don't think it's as tough. I'm Tears of the Kingdom all the way. Do you? Okay. And I know I know you were saying yesterday that you think that Breath of the Wild's theme is better than Tears. I hard disagree with you. I think Tears is better okay. than Breath of the Wild. <laughs> you know the, um, the Tears theme is just a bit too bombastic, almost like. Which is such a weird thing for you to say. It is, yeah. Like Skyward Sword and. Yeah. Et cetera. <laughs> I like I, I think it's like the, the Breath of the Wild theme just had like such a vibe to it, this like mysterious I don't know, like how to describe yeah. it. And I and I also I can't separate that song from seeing the first like reveal of Breath of the Wild, which is like an amazing, incredible moment. I don't even think I was mm-hmm. part of Zelda Dungeon yet when I saw that trailer, but I was just like my jaw was on the floor and I was like <laughs> I was like, Oh my god, yes. Um <laughs> I mean so, I agree. It's a, it's incredible. I just I like the bombastic of Tears. It, I think it's... And it, it also sounds very... Uh, I don't know how to put it. Like, There's so much more ethereal sounding like music in Tears to me than Breath of the Wild. And like, just this otherworldly kind of music that I love. Yeah, I mean, I mean like... like I, It's, it's going to be Tears for me too. But I do... Like, I, I do like the main theme of Breath of the Wild better... And I think that it has really strong champion themes, which are, like, not quite absent. Because I think, like, the, the newer champions do have, like, their own themes. But, like, mm-hmm. Mephis theme is, is a great theme. Revali's theme is is great. Uh, mm-hmm. That's Urbo- true. Urbosa, to a less. And, like, and those are gone. But, like, I do feel like, okay, Tears has, I think, a better Hyrule Kingdom theme than okay. Breath of the Wild's Hyrule uh, Castle. Or, what did I say? Hyrule Kingdom? Hyrule Castle. I'm sorry. Um, the spirit temple sounded incredible. The, uh, the wind temple sounded incredible. Spirit temple. I, you, you know what I mean? The, uh, the lightning temple. Oh, well, yeah, there's a spirit temple too. Well, there is really a spirit cool temple, but that, that lightning temple should be called the spirit temple. What are we doing here? <laughs> That's the spirit temple if I ever saw it. Anyways. Yeah. The, the lightning temple. The yes. have like incredible music compared, especially compared to the divine beast, which they did have slightly different sounds, but they were very yeah. much similar um and and then like like tears also has like returning like it's got you know a nice version of hateno which i think is a fantastic theme uh kakarika mm-hmm. like it's it's like all the all the really solid themes from breath of the wild more or less come over except for the main theme and except for the champions theme and i think like i and i think that's not an like i i think it's those themes aren't enough to to make me say Breath of the Wild had yeah. a better soundtrack. And then on top of that, you've got the boss fights, like Colgara yeah, is yeah, like true. absolutely insane compared to Meadow or uh, the other Divine Beasts, the, um, I was saying, the Blights. <laughs> Those <laughs> what Blights. What are they even called anymore? Like, <laughs> I, You know what, really, really quick, I want to say this before I lose my train of thought here, but I will say, I think that the Shrine theme in Tears of the Kingdom is better than Breath of the Wild's strength theme. I which, love which the is, little... Which is a huge deal, because you hear a lot of it. Yeah, I love the little bop when you get into combat in the shrines. The little bop against the yeah. constructs. That is a... I remember hearing that the first time and being like, What is this? This is a bop! <laughs> um, but also, like, 
the music from your your initial opening title screen was really cool. Um, I love the return of the house theme for Link's house. There's just there's just so much more. Oh, the, oh the, and uh, Ganondorf's overall theme is incredible. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah that's a that's that that that's a hard. huge one. Although yeah. I still think it's a little bit too quiet, but like. You're not as bombastic, but but like just listen to it in it like without context, it, it sounds awesome. Yeah, um, especially when it mixes in Breath of the Wild and the Calamity Ganon fight music into it is what? really cool. You hear oh and the uh the uh what's the name of that touring band that plays Lon Lon Ranch's theme? Why can't I not the Stable Trotters. Thank you. Like yeah. I'm like I can't remember the names of it. Everybody knows I suck at names, so it's Yeah. Fun. So I, I, I think that uh Tears of the Kingdom again with another W here. Um, and the readers agree. We've got 68% voting Tears, 32% voting Breath of the Wild. I do, I do think, like, some of these polls, like, and, and, and frankly, like us as well, Al, I, I think there's probably a degree of recency bias here. Yes. I'd be, I'd be super interested, like, maybe before the new Zelda game comes out, whenever that is, or six years down the line, we give it the same amount of breathing room as Breath of the Wild, doing these polls again yeah. and having this discussion again. Um, towns and settlements. So Michaela's arguing for Breath of the Wild and our pal JC Judy Calder sticking up for Tears of the Kingdom. Shout out to JC, by the way. She's getting married soon. Congrats, buddy. Um, mm. What do you think? What um, do you think? Because I, I have an answer. I'm ready. Okay. Uh, this is this is one where I'm leaning towards, towards Tears again just because... If it was the same in Tears, I would have said Breath of the Wild because they did it first. But I feel like there's difference enough in the different areas, the different villages. There's enough growth. I think there should be more growth, to be honest. But hmm. there's enough growth where I'm like, this is new enough the, that I get to know these uh, locations again. and But in a different way that I – and I enjoyed them a little bit better. I felt, I felt way more involved in these towns than I did in Breath of the Wild, except for maybe Akala. So, especially Lurellen, where I was like, I feel so much more involved to here than I ever did in Breath of the Wild. In fact, it wasn't really on my register to visit that place often in Breath of the Wild. I'm going to say Breath of the Wild. Um, I see what you're saying, but it, it didn't quite do enough for me. It, so, what I was looking for was, like, new settlements. And, and mm -hmm. the only one that I can really think of is, like, Lookout Landing. Lookout Landing, yeah. And I think, I think what would have pushed tears over the top is if maybe there was like a city or two in the depths or the sky, one of the two, or like maybe if there was like a Zonai city somewhere. Mm -hmm. um, but I think, I mean, Lookout Landing is really the only the only one that I can think of off the top of my head. And like the towns are are like there's different things going on. So like Lurlin has been invaded by pirates. You know the Gibdos are are swarming uh, the Gerudo town. But at the end of the day, I'm kind of like okay. I know Gerudo Town, I know Lurlin, I know Terrytown, I know Kakariko, I know Hatana. Like stuff has changed, but it but I don't think it's changed enough for me in order to say like I, I think it's better than Breath of the Wild. And just on like the the basis that Breath of the Wild did it first. So like so like mm -hmm. Like obviously obviously like in a way like Tears is better because it's like an it's almost like an upgraded version of Breath of the Wild, but like this is one to me where like there's not enough change that's occurred in the six years from breath of the wild to tears of the kingdom for me to say like yeah i think tears really like improved and really pushed like towns and settlements to the next level and maybe i don't know maybe you could have maybe if people would have been in hyrule castle in tears of the kingdom that might have pushed it over the edge maybe i don't know i get where you're coming from um 
and there I would say that there's some settlements or towns where I definitely think less like they not less but like they didn't improve enough but I think Hateno I and Laurelin having only visited those places for like key locations like the ancient tech lab um the the dye shop those were all the only reasons I would go to Hateno but now right. I have this whole storyline involved all these mushrooms around and you're like what's going on with Cece and I just thought I just felt much more uh, like connection to these places in tears because they had more story elements involved, I guess. Maybe the change wasn't significant enough, but the change in the story elements was for me. Yeah, like, I, and I definitely appreciate that. I, I think where my uh, division is, is like all that stuff that you're talking about is like, I, I guess I'm more so thinking of like, that's to me, I almost consider that like side quest kind of stuff, like rebuilding mm -hmm. Lurlin the the mayoral election race like that's that's like side stuff kind of stuff to me whereas like the actual town and settlement is is kind of the same but but i i do you know i i appreciate what you're saying um okay let's uh oh and by the way the the readers overwhelmingly agree with you we've got 73 percent tears of the kingdom and 27 percent breath of the wild i suspect that we are both going to be on the same page with this next one and i bet you I our readers so are too, too. I think so too. I and this is like, this is one of those things where I didn't feel it right away. Like initially, I thought Tears was doing it better, but then by the end, I was like, oh. I'm over. I'm over it. So, so next one is Champion slash Sage abilities, and and this one is like a, a blowout for me. Mm -hmm. And uh, and and first of all, I want to acknowledge that I think it's awesome that you have the avatars following you around. It's like it does add in a sense of like I don't know fellowship. Like yeah. you're not alone on your journey, and I and I love that. However, <laughs> however, <laughs> these guys are always in your way. You're always like if if I want Riju to to use lightning, I can't tell you the amount of times I've accidentally got the side on shield instead. It's just like ah oh, Jesus. Um, Minoru was great for exploring the depths, but like once you kind of done that, it, it's not like she's not that essential for me. The the most useful abilities are Tulin, who can push you forward when you're sailing, and then um, Unobo, who can break rocks yeah. for you. Yeah. Um, which pale vastly, in my opinion, in comparison to, like, Rivali's Gale, which, like, going up is so much more useful than going vertical. I mean, uh, mm -hmm. what's the other one? Horizontal. Yeah. Um, and, and, like, Mifa's Grace, I think, was desperately missed. Uh, Daruk's protection is so much better than, than the Sidon shield. And, and I think like in terms of combat, I think Riju and Urbosa's, uh, abilities are about the same. So they almost just cancel each other out for me. Not, I, I can see you don't agree with that. I would argue that Urbosa is better. Uh, okay. For one thing, I love Riju. Don't get me wrong. I love her, but like, she's never where I need her to be. And you have to aim to hit enemies. You, it's easy to miss. Whereas Urbosa, you start swinging your sword and it gives you a big dome yeah. that will electrocute. And it's much more powerful, in my opinion. I could take out enemies much better with Urbosa. My only problem with Urbosa is I think it's the longest uh, ability to come back, to, like, regenerate. Uh, yeah, it, uh, if not it is. Grace. Yeah. Uh, okay, so the readers overwhelmingly agree with us. So 75% is for Breath of the Wild and 25% is for Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, I, I was worried that we might see if this one would have been Tears of the Kingdom winning. I was gonna be like, okay, this this poll is broken. Very biased, yeah. yeah very but, biased. Um, I like, and I agree with with 
with your what you initially said geez I can't talk today but um how it was kind of nice having them with you and it's it's there's some good story elements too with having them with you when they come and help you um later on in the story but like by the end I swear I only have Tulin out now and I used to have a Yunobo a lot but now I have enough bomb flowers that I don't need Yunobo so now I right. just have Tulin and Tulin's a good sharpshooter so he actually helps in battle as well as like you know you're flying but it's just they just get in the way and the AI is just a little bit frustrating there. So Yeah. I love them, but not that much. <laughs> I and like it I like having them and like I I they're a very welcome addition, but they yeah. you know, they don't replace I, I think those champion abilities, uh, mm -hmm. which were so incredibly useful. This one is is like they're nice to have. Well, those abilities I think like particularly Revali and Mifa, they are essential. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um so one thing that was not put on this list probably for good reason, is dungeons. And uh, do we even need to talk about this? Yeah, uh, clearly Tears did better, but I would say that it would have been better if all of them were like bang outs versus I think we agree that the Water Temple is pretty mediocre. The Water Temple is a stinker. Yeah. 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 So. But the Fire so Temple is yeah. awesome. Mm -hmm. And I think that the other two are like really fun as well. Yes. So. That being said, like, I, I can't say, I can't sit here and say that I think actually any of the Divine Beasts are a stinker, because I don't. They're all just too very, they're just too similar. Like, they yeah. do have, they do have elemental aspects that are different, and the, some of the puzzles are really kind of interesting and cool. Um, but they're just way too similar to each other to really be that interesting. Let me ask you this. Do you think that... Uh, if we were ranking like the four divine beasts and then the four dungeons, because we're not gonna, I whatever nine if you, if you want to count the spirit temple and the construct factory, do you think that the water temple would be like the last place? Like all four divine beasts would be above it. I'd have to do it again to really say because I've done this again. This may be an issue where I've done so much Breath of the Wild where I'd be like, no, yeah. I'd rather play Tears Dungeons than Breath of the Wild Dungeons. But if I really played them all again and thought critically about it, it may be that the Water Temple is lower. Because there are Divine Beasts that I really like doing. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think for me, I could make the argument that the Water Temple would be in last place. But 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 after that, it would be like Divine Beasts, Divine Beasts, Divine Beasts, Divine Beasts. Like it would be all four mm -hmm. of the Divine Beasts. And then it would be like the Construct Factory. And then the Wind. And then the Lightning. And then the... You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So like... Yeah. Dungeons are clearly an improvement in, in tears of the kingdom and i'm not completely surprised that they omitted it from the list because i think that would be the biggest blowout in the yeah in the entire article i agree <laughs> um i want to save this uh, you know what let's just do it now actually intrigue what a uh what a interesting category and open to a lot of different... yeah i'm gonna say what are we what are exactly are we talking about intrigue um, so, so reading the article here, uh, we have we have Q Rodriguez uh, arguing in favor of Breath of the Wild, and and Q's kind of talked about some points like what was the calamity, why is Link been asleep so long, what happened to the champions, um, it just the the general direction of the story. Um, whereas David Lasby, our pal, is uh, is arguing in favor of Tears of the Kingdom, and saying like, okay, well, like in terms of the opening salvo of Tears of the Kingdom and the Zonai and, and the the gloom and, and the return of Ganondorf. Like, I think it's... This is a very subjective category. I'm not quite sure how to measure it. 
But I think it's like yeah. you're, I mean, literally, I guess your intrigue and in seeing like which one kind of maybe maybe you have to put yourself in a position where it's like before you've ever played it, like which one was captivating to you more. It's a it's this is a tough one actually. It's this really is, hard. Yeah, I I might think this is hard because I feel I have some bias from if that intrigue is satisfied, and I think. Breath of the Wild satisfies me more with the all those same questions that uh, Q was asking versus similar questions that may be asked about Tears of the Kingdom. Right. I feel like, you know, all those questions we've been asking, where are the Divine Beasts? Where's all the Sheikah technology? What happened to all the shrines? Where, like, what's going on with all these things that, that we had in Breath of the Wild that are suddenly gone and there's no explanation? Like, I had so many questions and there is intrigue there, but none of those were answered versus in Breath of the Wild... I feel like a lot of the questions that I had were answered, you know? So my right. bias may come from after playing. So I feel like I had equal intrigue for both, but I was more satisfied with Breath of the Wild. So I, I guess this is like, this is difficult um, because I, I think that we're talking strictly about the story and not like the, the real world intrigue of these games. Because I think okay. if it was the real world intrigue of these games, I'm going to say Breath of the Wild. Because as we've kind of talked about before, Breath of the Wild was like this 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 silver bullet, like this Hail Mary game that Nintendo was making in the darkest days of the Wii U. So it, yeah. was, it was intriguing to me to see if this game could reverse Nintendo's fortunes, and we all know that it did. Mm -hmm. um, whereas I found Tears of the Kingdom was just more frustrating than anything like waiting for that mm -hmm. to come out and and everything which we've detailed multiple times on the show so we don't need to go there but i if you're if you're talking about just the story i think i'm going to say tears of the kingdom cuz i i'm more intrigued okay. about like you know i was i was like how did ganondorf come back like how did right. uh, you know how does this you know is the zonai going to be part of this like is there is there a new race like with breath of the wild it, it was almost like you didn't know what to expect almost so so i wasn't as not that I wasn't intrigued, I was, but, like, I was more, I guess, invested in specific plot points in Tears of the Kingdom. Like, where did mm -hmm. Zelda go? Uh, is there time travel? Is there... You know what I mean? Like, so I, I think if we're using those parameters, it's going to be Tears of the Kingdom. But I think if it's, like, real-world parameters, it's it's Breath of the Wild. But I, I think it's... I think we're just talking about story. This is kind of an odd one. Yeah. If, if we're just talking about story, I definitely felt more intrigued in Tears... But it may have been slightly dampered because they kind of tell you what's going to happen versus foreshadowing what's going to happen. So, right. like, I was super interested in everything that was going to happen. But then, again, this may just be because I played it now and I, I have specific feelings about how things turned out where I'm like, mm, it's only okay versus, like, maybe the hype I had for it initially. I don't know. This is a really hard question. This is a hard question. Um, well, the readers agree with with me. We've got 69% uh, Tears of the Kingdom, 31% Breath of the Wild. So uh, let's go on to our last one. And this is the most contentious uh, one, I'm sure. Story presentation. So I think that that's a, a key word there is presentation. So yeah, um, I would agree. <laughs> so Alex is arguing in favor of Breath of the Wild, and um, we've got uh, Grovile arguing in favor of Tears of the Kingdom. So 
yeah, this is this is tough because it's not necessarily like which story do you like better, but like which one presented itself better. And I think I, I'm gonna say Tears of the Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I think like the memory system perhaps made. Well, you know what? I was gonna say the memory system. I feel like made more sense because you can you know, figure out your memories of what happened 100 years prior, kind of learn about that story. But I, I also think that there's, like, a good storyline reason for seeing memories again in Tears of the Kingdom. Mm-hmm. I think that, I think that, like, the... Uh, you know, I was about to say, I think that the characters are better in Tears of the Kingdom. But, like, you, you like you had, like... The problem is with Breath of the Wild is, like, you have these, like, characters that you feel like you know, but, like, the the actual story progression, like, is, is bad, I think. Like, because you... You get all these, like, character-building moments. Like, you, you get to know Mifa. You get to know Rivali. But, like, when it comes time to, to see the actual story, you don't see that. Like, you don't see them fight the Blights. You don't see them in their final moments. You don't see any of that. You don't, like, you don't really get to, to see, like, the full story, which is probably the way that Nintendo intended it. And if that's so, that's part of the presentation. And if so, I don't like that. So, like... Yeah. I, I think you do a little bit of a better job in Tears of the Kingdom because you kind of do get to see them, like, the the band of heroes fight Ganondorf. And, yeah, it's a stylized cutscene, and you don't see, like, obviously the, the full fight. But you, eventually you do see Raru go up against Ganondorf. You do see Sonya get cut down. You do see Zelda turn into a dragon. I'm so weary, like, saying all this, you know, without yeah. spoiler warnings. But, like, so, like, you, you see that better. I... I still don't like the way that the story is presented in Tears of the Kingdom. I wish, you know, I, I wish that there was like an active story happening in real time versus like a, a scene right at the end, basically, because mm-hmm. that's all it, it basically is. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that's my initial thought. Do you have anything to add to that? Yeah, I mean, here's my thing. I'm a very literal thinker and this is story presentation. I think the story in Tears of the Kingdom is better, but the presentation in both Sucks, but it works better. Yeah. It works better for Breath of the Wild, and I know that Alex is saying that this is not an argument between linear and non-linear storytelling, and I disagree. If it's presentation, it totally is about the linearity because oh yeah, the, totally. the, the lack of linearity in Tears of the Kingdom really ruined the story. I, I shouldn't say ruined it. It took the story down a peg because again, I know people have argued that you can find things in order. Um, and that if you didn't, you weren't paying attention. I disagree. I think there's a lot going on in this game and there's a lot of exploring yeah. where you're not going to find the the things that spell it out to you uh, right away. Especially you could find three memories or three of the tears before you actually go to talk to Impa. And she's like, find them in this order. You know, not everybody plays the game the same. So I disagree with that sentiment. And I just think that if things have been done in order... If we get back to linearity with story, this this story would have been Way far above and beyond. Yeah. For Zelda. Yeah, I, I think I think the presentation stinks on both. Like, in, yeah. And like, but, it but, works I, but I think it was. You, so you think Breath of the Wild works better? I do because it's vague. The story is vague enough that it's okay to get away with the non-linearity. Okay, well, let me play devil's advocate. You said you were very literal in story presentation. My argument against Breath of the Wild is like story what story like here like there, there's no <laughs> there's story. story 
There's a story there of moments from 100 years ago, your memories but from that, 100 years ago that you can piece together. But that's it. It's just moments. And it's, it's okay just moments. that it's out of order, you know? Yes, I agree. Like, Breath of the Wild presents a story much better in, in terms of, like, you can get it in any order. And it makes not more sense, but, like, it's when, you know, when you get Tears of the Kingdom story, those, those dragon tears are very much meant to be gotten in order. And I don't care yeah. what anybody says. The game does not do a good job of telling you that. Because we've had multiple people... At this website, who are very good, competent Zelda players, be like, oh yeah, I totally missed that. Including you and I. Yeah. So like, that brings Tears of the Kingdom down. But like, there, like I, I just don't think there's much of a story in Breath of the Wild. Like, you wake up, you, you, you know, let me, let me go back to the, uh, to the intrigue here from our last article and a couple of the questions that, that Q, uh, poised. Like, uh, what was the calamity? I don't know. Like... What was it like? What is malice? What is what is that stuff floating around they the castle? Explain the out, They they explain yeah, those things. Yeah, but like, but like, it's just like, <laughs> it's like, oh, it, the calamity's just this, like, it's just a, it's just a force of evil. It's just floating around. That's okay. What happened to the champions? Well, we're told that they died, but like, we didn't actually see that. So like, you're missing a huge part of the story. Um, Alex is saying something along the lines of uh, in her in her argument for Breath of the Wild. Like, imagine you're watching Return of the Jedi. And, uh, you know, you go and see Luke go back to Tatooine and learn, like, you know, imagine you're watching Return of the Jedi and you miss the scene where Darth Vader dies at the end, sacrificing himself, and you're only told about it. He's like, you, you know, you go you go to the end of the movie and it's like, oh yeah, Darth Vader did this really heroic thing. And it's like, okay, well, I didn't see that, so that doesn't mean as much to me. Yeah, um, true. So, and, and then, like, the, the story presentation, I guess, too, is, in like, at the end of it, too, is like, Okay, Zelda's back. Like, what was Zelda doing? She was, she, she was like sealing away Ganon, like Calamity Ganon somehow. Like, I had no idea. Opinion, it was much. I mean, I feel like when you look at it, it's very similar to what she was doing in Skyward Sword. She was holding herself there to yes. concentrate her power to hold back the Calamity. You know what? Yes. While Link did his job. But, <laughs> but the key is like that's one of the best moments of the series because you see you see it happening and you can react to it in real time. And like in, in this one, she's like, Oh, I guess I'm going to Hyrule castle. And it's like, oh, what happens then? Mm -hmm. I like, so the story is very murky to me and the presentation is bad. Whereas the, the story I think is great in tears of the kingdom, but the presentation is bad. So like, you know, present like presentation be the keyword. I think it has a lot of work to do in, in both. But yeah, like, in both. I agree. Story, I, I'm gonna... I'm taking Tears of the Kingdom. and Which is funny, yeah, because if, I was bitching about Tears of the Kingdom was, story last week. I know. If, this, if the question was story, I would definitely say Tears of the Kingdom. It had a much more compelling story. Yeah. And I, I'm excited to talk about the ending with you, because I know you have mixed feelings about it. And I do too, but I think it's okay. Yeah. And I'm excited to talk about that later. But it's definitely still better than, than Breath of the Wild. I just think Breath of the Wild was able to get away with it in their presentation a little bit better because they were still dabbling with it in Breath of the Wild versus Tears of the Kingdom. You had six years to really put together a phenomenal story and its presentation and you you only you only did well with one. That I don't aspects. disagree with, yeah. I, I think like the way that the story is told in Tears of the Kingdom is probably it's more frustrating to me than in Breath of the Wild because yeah because like I I feel like that the story in Tears of the Kingdom is great and it's meant to be told in a structured way and it's not and I think that Nintendo was just like 
well, you got an open world game. That means that you have to be able to do anything whenever you want. Which, which I just like, I, I don't think that's true. I don't think that's true. I've played Skyrim. I've played Horizon. I played, I guess I was going to say Elden Ring, but I didn't play much of that. But you know what I mean? Yeah, like, there's a way to do th- those things out of order, but still, but the yeah. like the main storyline was still in an order. You know what? You know what I mean? Monolith Soft worked on this game, worked on this game, and they made Xenoblade Chronicles 3. They made the entire series. But like, I played Xenoblade Chronicles 3 last year, and that game is awesome. And it's a ginormous open world game, and you have an active story, and you know what? You go from main quest to main quest to main quest, and it plays out in real time. And some of the quests you start, and it's like, are you sure you want to start this now? Because you're not going to be able to stop it for a while if you do. And I think that's fine. Like, mm-hmm. I think that's fine. And, mm-hmm. and Nintendo hasn't, like, the, so the presentation stinks for both of them, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I, I think that the story... The story is more frustrating in Tears of the Kingdom because of the presentation, but the story is also significantly better and more fulfilling to me than it was in Breath of the Wild. Even though there's all these, like, cockamamie things that are going on, like, where's the Sheikah Tech? Why is, why is it gloom instead of malice now? Like, you know, like, who, who the heck is Sonya, <laughs> right? Like, uh, so th- there is, there's, like, work to be done for both. Yeah. And I could, I could hear both arguments for sure, but... Yes. Yeah. Uh, okay. So we've got, again, we've got 69% agreeing with me for Tears of the Kingdom, according to our readers, 31% in your camp, Al. So not not a, a big blowout here. Um, so I guess, so that's that's the end of the article. Again, you got to go check this article out. There's some really compelling arguments. Uh, you know, the, the ZD writing staff is the best in the business. But let me ask you a question before we get out of here. Because we've kind of bandied this question about before. But uh, never, I don't think we've literally answered it in black and white terms. So here we go. Is there any reason, based on what we've just said, where I think we, I think if there was like 10 things that we just ranked, that, that we said like Tears of the Kingdom for, you know, seven of them. Is there any reason to play Breath of the Wild again now that Tears of the Kingdom is out? That's my well, question. Here's, here's my question for you. That's one of our questions for our Hot Ones episode next week. Do you want to save it or do you want to answer it now when we're not dying? I feel I feel like I kind of want to talk about it now, just because okay. it fits with what we're talking about. But maybe we can, uh, re- we can revisit this. Okay. All right. What are your thoughts? I don't. I don't know. I I can't sit here and say that I am confident that I'll ever play Breath Breath of the Wild again. I I I don't know. There are certain parts of it that I think are fantastic. Like I, the Monk Maskashia fight is incredible, and I would like to do that again. So I guess like. Yes, that that makes sense. But like, like like a lot of stuff is the same in Tears of the Kingdom. So it's like, okay, well, what's different about Breath of the Wild? The the music is different, and you know, it's not different enough that I'd be like, okay, I wanna I wanna go play that. The story is different. In the story has some good characters and good moments, but not enough where I'm just like, I you know, what, I'm gonna invest like 120 of my hours into playing this again. I, I don't know. I don't know what at this point would make me want to play Breath of the Wild again when I, I feel like I have like the the deluxe version of Breath of the Wild now in Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah, I'm I'm in the similar camp. Like I I could see myself playing Breath of the Wild at the marathon in the future, you know, just like going mm. back to that moment. But 
when I really think about it, if I had to choose between the two games, I think I enjoy the dungeons better. I think I enjoy the shrines better. I think I enjoy exploring better and the abilities better in Tears of the Kingdom. So I think it would make it really hard. Oh, and the story too. Like I really like the story in Tears versus Breath of the Wild. And maybe this is because I spent 800 hours playing Breath of the Wild and I would like to get to spend more time in Tears of the Kingdom and I'm a little bit over Breath of the Wild, but when you have a game that I feel like, based on our list here, does better in most areas than Breath of the Wild, it's kind of hard to want to go back. Yeah, I I agree. Like, it's just like... I've made this comparison numerous times. But like, sometimes I will play N64 Super Smash Bros. as, like, a novelty. But, uh-huh. like, if, if I want to play Smash, I'm going to play Ultimate. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not going to play... Yeah, or I'm not going to play Brawl. I'm not going to... Maybe I'll play Melee a little bit. Maybe that's a better comparison, but, like, I I don't know. I as, as of right now, I can't think of a reason for me to play Breath of the Wild again, which really sucks, because, like, it's one of my favorite Zelda games. Or, like, it it was. Like, I, I don't know if Tears of the Kingdom just, like, replaces it in a lot of ways for me. Uh, and I would throw that question to a lot of listeners, too. Like, let us know what you think, but, like... I, I think I think in some ways it kind of it kind of does like I feel like Tears kind of replaces Breath of the Wild because it's so similar and and it does so many things you know better as it should by the way with like six years of development time mm-hmm. so yep. I don't know so it's, it's an interesting question it makes me feel bad for because I love Breath of the Wild yeah it definitely isn't number three on my list anymore no. as it has been for years I think it's been knocked down quite a few pegs actually. And that's kind of sad. And I really don't feel compelled to go do those Divine Beasts again when I could go do these really cool dungeons with really cool bosses. I agree. Okay. Well, uh, one more time, go check this article out on ZeldaDungeon.net. It's a uh, a great article. Lots of uh, good arguments one way or the other. Um, That's it. We're going to... This is our last show before we are reunited in just uh, five days or so. Yay, I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm excited to see everybody. I'm excited for Andy to die on camera because of hot wings. I don't and do well I with think, spicy foods, to be I honest. will, too, but I, I can handle spicy foods a little bit, a little bit. but I think I'll die, too. So we'll be dying together, and it'll be great. Uh, I'm, I'm just going to, like, be texting you from the bathroom being like, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's next week. We're doing a hot one, so make sure that you are uh, checking us out on the Zelda Dungeon Marathon. The schedule, by the way is out for the marathon so you can go and check out uh when we are uh having our live show i think it's sunday at uh three o'clock zd time Three fifteen central time yeah something like that yeah uh i'm gonna be playing some uh some minish cap again i got uh some Link's awakening going on dx my favorite version of the game uh tears of the kingdom of course um mm-hmm. i'm doing the the original legend of zelda and uh oracle of seasons and of course little four swords adventures and skyward sword actually al what do you got going on this year at skyward sword i'm excited to play skyward sword in a team format because it's pretty it's a pretty hefty game but it's yeah. still one of my favorites so ocarina of time is going to be fun that's going to be the same as like the twilight princess format we've had in years past where Slower people like myself start first, and then faster people like Catherine come in last, and we try to finish together. Um, Four Swords Adventures, Triforce Heroes, of course, and Tears of the Kingdom as well. I'm excited for Tears of the Kingdom. That's gonna be a that's gonna be a long day, but it's gonna be fun to see how yeah. people have played because it's you know it's so creative that I'm really looking forward to seeing what people can build and do. 
All right, Al. Who who do you think gets drafted first for the Tears of the Kingdom draft? You or me? Uh, <laughs> what if we're both captains? I don't know. <laughs> well, I think that's the only scenario in which uh, in which you don't get drafted before I do. So there you go. Um, okay, well, we hope that everybody checks out the Zelda Dungeon Marathon. It's going to be starting next Saturday. So uh, and Al and I are going to be there live and in person so uh make sure that you are watching over on twitch.tv forward slash zelda dungeon we're gonna be streaming the whole thing 10 days straight uh it's gonna be lots lots and lots of fun and uh, i'm looking forward to it uh lots of zelda going on lots of shenanigans going on lots of hot chicken wings going on and lots of crossovers going on we're gonna see our pals at another zelda podcast we're gonna see all of our other uh friends from zelda dungeon and uh you know we're gonna we're gonna be doing uh some fun stuff it's gonna be a busy week so um yeah that being said, let us know what you think about this Tears of the Kingdom versus Breath of the Wild debate. We want to know over on Discord. We want to know over on Twitter. And uh, don't forget, you can check out the ZeldaCast Top 10s over on Patreon.com forward slash SPNet. Uh, that is going to do it for us. We are out of here. You can check us out over on Twitter at the ZeldaCast, at Spateri316, at Allison Aletha. And wherever you get your podcasts, like, subscribe, recommend us to that Zelda fan in your life. Uh, until next week, everybody, when we are live from the Zelda Dungeon Marathon, take care.